Hello, all you beautiful people, and welcome back to the Cushy Millennials podcast. Today is Tuesday, breaking the fourth wall, October 19th over here, and welcome to the first Table Talk Tuesday of this uh, show. Uh, So Table Talk Tuesdays are all about food choices and how both Hallie and I, especially Hallie, because this is definitely her field of expertise, um, how we feel like food can really help reconnect us back to our humanity, back to our roots, back to our ancestors, and just in which ways food can truly help with your everyday life, with help, with health. My goodness, I can't talk. With health, with relationships, with your mood, with what we're going to be talking about a little bit about today with sex. Um, yeah, so we're going to... I was going to jump on into this, babe. How are you feeling today? Feeling good. How are you? I'm feeling fantastic. I'm very excited to talk about this with you today. I always love picking your brain when it comes to food. I love it. Yeah. So um, today we are talking specifically, actually, why, I don't, why am I introducing this episode? What are we talking about today, babe? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about healthy fats. Versus non-healthy fats Mm. or not healthy fats. And it's definitely a thing. Oh, I know. A thing for sure. So like an example. We're probably going to get uh, some heat from the uh, intuitive eaters. Come at us, bro. Come on. Come at us. Bring it on. So uh, an example of a healthy fat would be like avocados. I know that one. And like nuts. What's an example of like an unhealthy? Specifically like walnuts specifically so there are there specific nuts that aren't healthy fats well some have more omega-3 fatty acids than others and the omega-3 fatty acids are what i'm more so going to focus on today okay and the omega-3 fatty acids are what we as a culture have as a western diet culture have um we don't get enough of and Mm. then there's omega-6s that come from usually like red meats and um things that we get too much of so do you have any other questions about that no no (laughs) carry on my love so then there's so we're talking about healthy and non-healthy fats so Mm -hmm. some of the non-healthy fats obviously trans fat um, trans fat, and now I sh- shouldn't say obviously. Not everybody <laughs> knows obvious this. to you, maybe. <laughs> right. Um, trans fats. Do you know? No. Okay. So um, trans fats are uh, so like classic candy. Ritz crackers, oh. classic potato chips. Um, I love my potato chips. Lay's. We're talking like Lay's real 
Damn it, Lay's. I don't know. Other <laughs> other other brands too. But I'm trying to think of the most common. Obviously your sweets, like your processed Yeah. You know, taste cakes. I don't Rice crispy treats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and we'll just also throw in there that uh and we could talk about this probably for God knows how long. Um, <laughs> but you know, labels are a whole new th- a whole category that we could talk about forever, but um the labels can can say there's no trans fat in foods if we're talking about only a serving size. Um, so say you, you, you know, you get a rice krispies you eat or you mm-hmm. get a bag of chips and you eat only the bag of chips. Okay. But if, if you eat more than the serving size, you're getting trans fat. So oh. they, they get nice and sneaky and they're like, Oh, there's no trans fat in here. But mm. there is, if you eat more than what is on the label. So what you're telling me is when I housed a party size bag of sour cream and onion lays on vacation the other week, I was just Pumping myself full of trans fats. Yes. That's fantastic. Thank you very much, Lays. <laughs> I was going to say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, God, I had a couple of those, and I don't know why the fuck I <laughs> even delved into that. <laughs> They're delicious. Oh, my They're dangerous. God. It's those trans fats. They taste good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and then this is when the classic patient or whoever you're talking to Oh, well, everything that's delicious, you're taking away from me. All the good stuff is bad for you. Yeah, but just fuck that because (laughs) you're cushy, right? Oh, cushy bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's where we've grown to be very comfortable with our trans fats. Mm. Um, And then, so I just wanted to make it really simple for everybody, but um, healthy fats versus non-healthy fats. And then there's... Healthy carbs versus non-healthy carbs. Mm. And uh, do you know... An example of a healthy carb? Mm -hmm. Would that be like a whole grain pasta or a whole grain bread? A whole wheat. A whole wheat. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then an unhealthy carb would be probably, if I had to guess, the processed processed pasta. So like the white pasta, the Mm -hmm. white bread, the stuff that's not... Sugar. Yeah. That stuff. That part. Added sugar. That thing that's in everything that part (laughs) um but the reason why i wanted to talk about these two specific things is i think it um people can conceptualize pretty easily something like this um i think fad diets are out there and confusing shit is out there and everybody's like oh i'm so confused about nutrition fuck my god i don't know what to do Mm. it's like okay well it's kind of pretty simple um as far as like what we should be doing we should be adding a lot more fruits and veg vegetables and um vegetables is in the fiber category which is a healthy carb um and it has obviously a lot lower carb than something like sweet potato Mm -hmm. um or else or like quinoa or something like that that's another healthy grain Mm -hmm. um fiber in vegetables a lot lower in carb than like you know something like quinoa but these are all healthy carb choices that help regulate blood sugar Mm -hmm. um and essentially why i felt like i wanted to talk about this on our podcast is because this is essentially the way that our ancestors ate um you know 
if they were they had fat in their diet they you know fat is one of the most important components of a diet second to carbs um as far as our functioning in the body and um without it we our hormones tend to go out of whack um with both things carbs and fat um and so and with those better choices comes better hormonal health which tend to help with hormone regulation and libido mm-hmm. and um also reproduction so you know if if you're someone out there who is struggling re- with reproduction you're in our millennial age group and you're looking to conceive or you know you've done IVF or I've done a lot of research on this stuff and um like a Mediterranean style diet uh which is filled with healthy fats specifically omega-3 um you know complex carbs healthy carbs lots of fiber. These are all things that, um, you know, our ancestors used to eat this way until, um, we started mass producing refined grains, sugar, carbohydrates, um, sorry, not carbohydrate. Well, yes, carbohydrates, but the refined ones specifically, um, were starting to be mass produced. Mm. Um, and so we kind of got away from the, our roots and this is what we're all about. We're all about getting back to, our wild sides again back to our our primal nature right. and um you know if 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 you want to um get back to kind of a more homeostasis or better state of health um these are two really important things that you could do for yourself um just to kind of put it in layman's terms throw it out there not make it confusing choose yeah. a healthy fat choose a healthy carb um cut cut the bad shit mm. and you know your life's going to drastically change and what that means is cutting out the processed food cutting out um a lot of fast food places you know mm-hmm. like mcdonald's burger king wh- wherever i don't know people are still going there that clearly yeah. they probably are wawa probably wawa, for those of yeah. you who live in the pennsylvania new jersey <laughs> yeah area. any gas stations um you, you have to really do some digging when you go to those types of places that they will have better options. Um, you know, even when we were traveling, got me some cashews and Mm -hmm. like some hard boiled eggs and yeah, you know, so like that you can find it, um, make, they make it difficult, uh, especially in a grocery store, all those Mm. bad things I was talking about. Um, that's going to be your entryway into the grocery store front and center. So, um, this is how our culture has gotten cushy. Cushy culture. Mm. You know, I've never thought about how when you walk into a grocery store, literally in like the entryway, there's like just rows of chips. Yeah. Like why is that the first thing Candy. that they want to show us? The heck. Well, I get it. They a lot of it is advertising to like kids who walk into grocery stores and Well, that's that's a whole nother thing. I mean, it's they're not actually advertising to kids, they're advertising to everyone and their mothers when you're walking in. Uh for this, the exact reason we're talking about it's delicious people they they know what sells um mm. we pay with our dollar and that's what people are purchasing and so they know to put it in our faces but then they also put it in front of kids faces and their eye level on mm-hmm. aisles cereals mm-hmm. um candies any, anything yeah it's always on their eye, eye level so um 
it's going to require quite a bit of revolution to yeah. to reverse this. But it's pretty simple at the end of the day. Choose the healthy fats. Choose the healthy carbs. And, um, you know, and I'm not touching into food intolerances or trying to figure out if you have any type of intolerance to anything. So this, say you know, you're not doing really well with grains or something like that. Um, that might be a whole different story, but we're just talking about just kind of like the standard here. Yeah. Okay. So, so when we, in talking about this stuff and thinking about our eating habits and the way that we eat, I know you always try to stress eating healthy and eating right. And then, you know, especially with food intolerances in this house and how difficult it is to navigate those sometimes. Um, in your opinion, I mean, because I don't know, I feel like we're doing an okay job. We have an over vacation, but we were on vacation. Um, so would you feel that we are doing a good job? Do you think that there's room for improvement? And if so, where? Mm -hmm. Or what's like your overall thoughts on how we individually are doing? Yeah. So I think we've gotten into a little bit of a comfortable place <laughs> where Damn, we've gotten cushy. Oh, in some respects where we buy certain convenience foods relatively frequently and um, we talk a lot about on this podcast, or I'm hoping to, is hard shit. What's hard and sometimes we don't put in as much work as yeah. we probably should be as far as preparation and yeah. especially, um, you know, maybe just having things readily available that we can pull from that are healthier than say, I mean, I know hippies are organic. Mm -hmm. shout, shout out to hippies. They're delicious. Not hippies like the seventies oh, folks. Yeah. They're what? like little, they're like chickpea Cheeto they puffs. Aren't they called hippies? They're called hippies. Okay. Yes. But they are, yeah, they're chick for those of you who don't know what that is and think that we're talking about hippies. free love seventies <laughs> and <laughs> you know, we love, love that stuff still, <laughs> but hippies are just like a, a vegan chickpea puff snack that we yeah, that love is to eat. USDA organic. They are organic. It's helpful, but got, you know, they're probably still processed process for sure to taste the way that they do. Right. And they've got oil in them and they've got you right. know, all these things that, and probably the amount that we have. Well, when you're getting likely. them from a wholesale store, wholesale store, <laughs> right. you know, you get the big bags. Yeah. Um, so these are some things we've gotten kind of comfortable with. Right. Um, and I've been noticing my body and everybody's crazy different. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now. Um, that's why I'm doing something very, very, very broad to start out with Table Talk Tuesdays because I'm going to be the first one to say that um, individual medicine is the best medicine medicine that anyone can have is individually what works best for you. I cannot stress enough, but I know for me recently, I haven't really been able to, it seems like I'm not doing well with grains. Like mm. the meal we had tonight is like, uh, brown definitely rice. had legumes, brown rice, Yeah, um, brown rice. What do we have tonight? We had brown rice, black beans, steamed kale, Roasted uh, sweet potato and a cashew cream sauce. So there was the brown rice grains and then the cashew legumes. That well, cashews aren't a Are they a legume? Mm, I thought you said legumes. Well, I was talking about the beans. Oh, let's see. That's why I'm not a dietitian. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm, 
I'm tolerating those things well at the moment, but mm-hmm. I think I give us an A plus on on the fruit and vegetable. Yeah. Thing. I mean, it, we didn't have any fruit in this meal, but we had a lot of we had the kale and I had a lot of fruit today. And so, I I think overall we're we're doing okay. Okay. Um, and we're right along with everybody. I'm a dietitian. I I struggle with the shit constantly. Um, our culture does not make it easy on us. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they do make it easy on us to make the wrong choices. Yeah, they definitely do that um, for sure. So right along with everybody with the struggle here. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't help when, you know, I, I look at the food culture in this country specifically and the things that always get the most attention is the most outlandish, unhealthy items that you could possibly think of. Like the fact that food challenges are a thing in this country where it's like sit down and eat as much of this food as you possibly can. That just seems... Of like hot dogs. Yeah, it (laughs) seems not even like hot dogs beat eating contests, but I see a lot of different things. Um, Like I saw on my favorite social media app, TikTok, um, someone made a recipe of like taco stuffed shells where they had stuffed shells with meat and like a whole stick of cheese and then they deep fried it. I'm like, that looks delicious, but <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you that's a heart attack on a plate waiting to happen. Yeah. And I, I brought up obviously reproduction and yeah, I was just going to go into that, but I think there's so many other benefits. Um, and cardiovascular health is huge in our we we need to pay attention to yeah. it in our generation. I know um, it has to be. I I should have pulled the statistic of this, but I know it has to be staggering. Of in our age group, high cholesterol, high blood pressure. Obviously, obesity is high in every single age group. Um, but you know, all these things help with blood flow and help with stamina in bed and in a lot of different. If if your heart is healthy. You're, you're going to be healthy in bed. So here's a quick statistic for you. According to capecodhealth.org, millennials had 21% more cardiovascular illness and 15% more endoc- endo- endocrine? Endo- mm-hmm. endo- endocrine endocrine conditions such as diabetes than Gen Xers at the same age. Book. So, <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't be laughing. The report states millennials' health starts a major decline at age 27. We got to get it together, folks. Well, I'm over here. Wait, say that last one again. The report from this capecodhealth.org that talks about the 21% more cardiovascular illness and 15% more endocrine conditions. um, Endocrine. Endocrine states that millennials' health starts a quote-unquote major decline at age 27. Oh, so their health is declining. Yes, the millennial population, once we hit 27, our health starts going south very fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe that. Most of which I would have to assume goes back to our eating habits. Mm -hmm. So on top of just overall being healthier and wanting to do this for yourself and bettering yourself and making sure that you live as long and healthy and fulfilling a life as possible... Another really big benefit to this is that while you're making yourself as healthy as possible, apparently you get to have really great sex along the way. Mm -hmm. 
and the food that we eat greatly dictates the quality of sex that you have yeah can you talk a little bit more about why that might be or yeah so i touched a little bit on testosterone in the beginning didn't yeah I? Mm-hmm. you talked yeah. you started talking about it a little bit so that's one of the hormones to help with libido um so essentially if you're loading yourself with um really good quality fats omega-3s um also if you're choosing good fibers um then you're going to directly help regulate your hormones, which will help with um, more, I mean, specifically testosterone. I know there's other hormones as well, but I know people typically know that hormone. Right. Um, it actually increases in women uh, if if they are really loading themselves with refined carbs and if you don't want your testosterone as a woman to be too high. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing hormonally. And then the other component is blood flow and blood, uh, blood sugar regulation. Essentially, if you're, th- this is, we're seeing a lot of increase, obviously, as you just said, in diabetes, um, mm-hmm. which directly means that the sugar in the blood is a lot higher, um, which if an analogy would be like, like sludge, like sludgy water, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like thick and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the sugar is doing basically in your blood. And then, so it's not getting to the places that you want. Um, mm. and, uh, that's why a lot of times men, um, with diabetes or cardiovascular issues, um, have yeah. erect- erectile dysfunctions. Yeah. Um, penis owners pay attention. Yeah. For sure. Um, this is something that is not talked about enough. And then also you have that component of reproduction where if um, you, you're you not uh, regulating your hormones and you also have that high blood sugar, um, you're eating a Western diet, most likely your semen is, is drastically decreasing and you could potentially be the reason why, if you are trying to conceive, that things are not going the way that you would like. Um something that's also not talked about enough. Yeah. Women take on that uh, weight quite often. Um, so uh, that's why I just went with very standard, typical carb fat because these are huge components in semen quality. It's huge components in blood flow. Um, and uh, just basically that's how we used to eat until our the agricultural revolution essentially is when we started mass producing refined carbs um, and the Western diet got more and more popular. And we do have to address the fact that millennials do consistently, you know, DoorDash, um, Grubhub, Mm -hmm. uh, eat out quite often. Um, And so that's really going to be hard on your blood sugar, hard on your heart health. And uh, so got to get back to our roots. We got to stop just uh having people hand shit to us and we got to start making our own shit i agree start a garden if you can Mm -hmm. it's a great way to get some fresh foods directly that you that's organic that you grew yourself and taste really good Mm -hmm. also yeah so 
That'd be my recommendation for yeah. and a lot of folks out there. A whole another topic of mm-hmm. uh, eating locally, eating organically. Um, so, yeah, for sure, trying to make your own food. Um, but for the sake of this episode, you know, choose those yeah. good health, good fats, mm-hmm. good carbs. Mm-hmm. Change your life. Yeah. And um, to close us out a little bit, um, there's a list that we pulled that list. It was a small list of some of the most popular foods to eat before and after sex within two hours or less. And this is a health tracking app based in Sweden that collected this data that came from Germany, France, Sweden, Italy, the U.S., and the U.K. And out of 2,563 foods that were tracked, chocolate was the most popular, which I'm not surprised. So I'll touch upon that. Um, When we say chocolate, uh, go dark. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, oh, damn. watch out now. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, hey, shit. now. You know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it should be uh, try to go 7% uh, or less of... Um, shit, I lost my train. Uh, dark, dark chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, it 7%. should be 7% or low, lower. Um, when you're buying dark chocolate, um, that's going to have the highest antioxidant. I'm going to sound really uneducated, but 7% of I know I, I, I'm blanking. I'm like, I'm like, wait, 7%, 7% chocolate, 7% of milk, 70, 70% cacao. 70%. Yeah. Uh Look at me. I'm educated. Right. 70% cacao, at least 70%. Yeah, yeah. So not seven, seven zero. Yeah, so you can even find things that are like 95% cacao oh, in the market. Dang, we cacaoing oh. it up. Yeah, so people okay. out there who, who like they Get you some dark, dark cacao, <laughs> my guys. Um, and the second most common foods in order to eat before or after sex is tomatoes, bread, apples, potatoes, Coffee, surprisingly, I don't know why. Bananas, wine, that doesn't surprise me. Cheese and strawberries. Those last three don't surprise me at all, but those top like six. Drink coffee. Oh, is that what she <laughs> no, meant no. in that no, song? I, she just meant she was trying I to see keep you. Her energy up. Uh, according to this, yeah. Ariana was onto something when she said yeah, she'd right, been drinking right. coffee. She'd been drinking coffee. She must have read this article when she was writing that song. Anyways, yeah, eat good, live well. And have great sex, everybody, because you deserve it. Yeah. Gosh, diggity darn it. So with that. Tap into that wild side. Tap into that wild side. Go crazy. So we hope you guys enjoy this Table Talk Tuesday. We will see you tomorrow for Wild Wednesday. And with that, we hope you have a great night. And remember that you are awesome. And give yourself a high five today. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.